Thanks for joining us today for the Fit Forever podcast. Welcome to episode four of WW Fit Forever. We're your co-hosts, Erica and Aline. Hi. We are here to talk about getting back on the wagon and some of the um, highlights of what we expect. Um, I've been stalking the interwebs and uh, some of the highlights of what to expect of the changes that are coming to WW in the next few weeks. Yes, so a little of this and a little of that. So uh, as far as getting back on track, Aline, tell us, how do you get back on track when you have a period of uh, being off track? Oh, gosh. So, okay. So a little bit about my story. My first year when I joined, when I rejoined in in January 2017, I lost 60 pounds that first year. So that's an average of five pounds per month. And I, my goal, my ultimate goal was 72 pounds total. So I was super, super, super close. The change that came at that point, December 2017, was freestyle. Okay. So freestyle has been a major challenge for me. I am not good with portion control. I remember before freestyle on the program that it, was it Beyond the Scale? I think it's Beyond the Scale, yeah. Man, I would weigh my chicken. I'd be like, am I hungry enough for five ounces or should I stick to three ounces? I'd put it on the scale and, you know, I thought about that. Now I'm like... Bring all the chicken, bring all the salmon, bring all the sashimi because I love sushi. But, you know, back in the day, I used to have to camp that. So for someone like me who doesn't exercise portion control and likes to eat volume, I think freestyle has been kind of a challenge. So over the last two years, well, I I I managed to keep it off and even lose some more during 2018. But this past year, I'm up about like 15 pounds at this point. Okay. So... Now I'm, you know, over 20 pounds from my goal, whereas before I was only 12 pounds away. So for me, I think one of the things is, in which we've talked about in a previous podcast is, you know, being prepared, doing your grocery shopping, knowing that you have all the foods on hand that you need. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm great during the day. Um, I, you know, usually eat the same kind of breakfast. I keep my fridge at work well stocked with WW-friendly items. But, you know, my thing is at nighttime when I have my few points left out of my 23, kind of overdo it. So you feel like mainly the plan switch was what caused you to start getting off track after a pretty long period of being on track. Yeah, because before I used to pay more attention to my hunger signals, Uh I'd be like, gosh, I'm hungry. What's going to do? What's going to be better for me right now? Should I have a few slices of turkey um, should I have an apple and cheese? And now it's kind of like, well, I could have beans and chicken and lettuce and salsa. And gosh, that's like two, 300 calories right there. And yet it's all zero points. Truly. I mean, on freestyle, you could eat zero points the whole day and still eat well and balanced. So mm-hmm. yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I think the problem is that, you know, I eat my zero points and then I still eat my 23 of whatever the heck I want. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. I saw somebody say on Connect, or maybe it was No Finish Line Nation, like, when Freestyle came out, if you didn't have your intuitive eating down, um, it might be a recipe for disaster. And I feel like I had the same type Uh of experience. It was so hard for me when we switched from the 30 to the 23 points. Um, I remember talking to my coach at the time, um, my Weight Watcher coach online. I have one of the... Uh, what do they call personal coaches? Um, 
about not being able to stay within the 23 points. And I still really don't stay in within the 23 points, but I had a period of being off track where I regained weight. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that in my case it necessarily corresponded with the new plan coming out. Mine's been in the last year as a result of starting a new medication, and that kind of just started a downward spiral for me. But um, yeah, the freestyle has been a challenge for me too because I feel like I don't know when to stop. Hmm. I don't stop when I'm satisfied. So now you said that you had a medication that kind of, um, you know, caused you or was the catalyst for you going off track. Yeah. So did that medication increase your cravings or did it just make it harder to lose weight? Did you make poor choices? It made it it harder to lose weight. And I feel like emotionally I was in a different place. So I can't really blame it all on the medication. I just feel like that began a spiral for me because a year ago I was about five pounds from my goal weight. And then um, slowly over a year, gained back all all of the weight that I had lost on Weight Watchers, so about 30 pounds. And um, this past week, I just got back to five pounds, actually six pounds lost. So I've never worked so hard to get five pounds off. Yep, and we just celebrated. Yeah, it was super. I've got my keychain right in my pocket, actually, today. I thought I would have it as a little just kind of grounding item. Um, you know, I'm going to the mall later, so, you know, pretzels, ice cream, etc. But oh, yeah. I got my keychain right here. Cute. I love the new colors. Yeah, because I think what happens is when you first start, you know, you're all smug because you're losing weight. And that's kind of how I felt. Like I'd look at people on Connect who talked about falling off the wagon or struggling to stay on. And I was like, that's never going to be me. I'm so on fire for this. I'm Mm -hmm. ready for this. And gosh, you know, here I am two and a half years later. And I'm like, it's a struggle and it's really hard. And I have to fight to stay on. And um, before we started the podcast, I was likening it to like falling in love. Like it's like you're that chemical place where you are and you're happy and you're doing it and everything's going right. Sooner or later, it fades away and you got to have something else that keeps you there. It's true. The newness wears off. And so I'm very excited about the prospect of some new options for us coming in the next couple months because... You know, the newness is worn off of the zero-point foods and the 23 points and the freestyle. Like, I'm not inspired by it anymore. Yeah, so, I mean, I've seen some hints online. So I've seen that there's going to be three options available. The first one's going to be that the people that have 23 points, which is the lowest smart points you could have per day on the the WW program, are going to have the option of going back to 30, but they're going to have less zero point foods to choose from now we have 200 a list of 200 that we can choose from for zero point foods and the people that go back go to the the plan where they have 30 smart points a day are going to only have 100 smart uh, zero point foods to choose from so yesterday i noticed and i don't know if it's a glitch on the app or what but i clicked zero point foods from my um from my tracker page on my app and all of a sudden chicken was gone Turkey was gone. Eggs were gone, which, gosh, mm-hmm. I didn't eat eggs before freestyle. <laughs> I don't yeah. have eggs. Like, it's not no, my favorite. No, I didn't either. But um, things that were still there, lentils were there. Uh, corn was not there. Mini corn was there. Uh, so I don't know. I'll have to check to see if yogurt was there. But um, 
Yeah. I don't think yogurt was. And I was after, uh, yeah, looking at that list. So I had to update my app. And then all of a sudden it was down there. I don't know if those are zero point foods that would fit with any of the plans. Because I think, like, if you were going to stick with freestyle and, and stick with the 23 points, shouldn't chicken be on there? And shouldn't yogurt be on there? I guess you're going to have a choice of choosing which program to follow. Okay. So, yeah. So people can still stay on freestyle. You know, yeah. we have Richard who's... tweak the program and freestyle works for him yes i mean richard's a big fan favorite so yeah we got to interview him oh man richard's got to be on (laughs) there i know you're listening hi richard hi richard we're gearing up for your interview we have not forgotten you yes be advised yes yeah richard recently said he he tried something for a couple weeks where he was eating lower than his lowest point range so you can eat 10 below your lowest or five above and still stay within that healthy blue dot point range Mm -hmm. and so he you know had his zero point foods and had up to whatever it was like for me that would be 13 points and managed to lose weight so maybe that's the way to work freestyle um if you can if you can see all those points that are staying at the top of your tracker at the end of the day and be like, well, I'm not going to grab a two-point brownie yeah. right now. I'm just going to stick to this. To me, the difference between the 30 and the 23 is the 30 just gives more structure. And some people like the structure and some people don't. I feel like with freestyle, you really had to figure out your version of freestyle, like what exactly was going to work for you and still be able to lose. Mm-hmm. Um you could eat all the zero-point foods and still eat your 23 points. And if you're really looking at calories, that's a lot of calories. I totally respect points because I feel like it gives me, um, you know, a good idea of the actual nutritional value of foods. But, you know, it all really comes down in the end to calories. And if you're on freestyle and you're not able to stop when you're full or satisfied, you're eating, you can easily overeat. So, to me, the 30-point plan gave me a little more structure, mm-hmm. which I feel like I need. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I felt like for me, too, I, it, it it still caused me to make better choices. It wasn't like um, 15, 20 years ago when I'd reach for a 100-calorie pack of cookies mm-hmm. instead of an apple. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's not, you know, that's not what I was doing on the, on the program where I had the 30 points a day. Um, I was still kind of going for what would satiate me and, like, what felt like was it was going like protein higher protein choices and things like that whole foods you know a fruit and a vegetable with a piece of cheese as opposed to a granola bar yeah um but i also i also saw hints that they're gonna bring back simply filling Ooh, that'll be really interesting yeah which is the ultimate you know plan for people who can both exercise portion control Uh uh-huh um, are in tune with their intuitive eating. Yeah. And want to eat like from a list of healthy, healthy. Yeah. Foods. And don't really have to track much. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Now, I did enjoy that about the 23, you know, not having to track a lot of stuff. But if you're going to keep good tabs on exactly how you're doing, it's still a good idea to track that stuff. Yeah, because I yeah. still I still used to track my zero point foods you just because I love the idea of seeing zero and like adding it. Yeah. Keep adding it to that meal, you okay. know, like chicken, beans, lettuce, tomatoes, salsa, corn. I mean, you could really keep going. You really could. You really <laughs> could. Totally. But yeah, if you're like me who, you know, you want to finish your plate, you don't want to leave anything on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to be like, well, now I'm now I'm not hungry anymore. I better stop eating. I know. So on the 30 points, do you think our zero-point foods are just going to be back to pretty much strictly non-starchy vegetables and fruit? 
That's that's what it looks like with yeah. the app glitch that I saw, and okay. I know everybody's been talking about it. People, I mean, you know, there were a lot of people I think that that walked away from WW when Freestyle came out. Yeah, so this might be a. Yeah, it gets really exciting, I feel like, around the studio when the new plan comes out because there's new people and they have new products and such. So I wonder if we're going to get any new products in the stores. Oh, my gosh. I totally go on the WWUK site, and I see, like, gummies that they have and chocolate that they have. And I'm always like, gosh, I want to order, but they don't ship to the U.S. Oh, man. I need to find an English uh, yeah. WW buddy to ship them to me. You totally do. Okay, so here's my question for you. November 10th or 11th or whenever this is coming out is coming. Mm-hmm. And it's an opportunity for a fresh start, um, a recommittal to the program, I guess, a recommitment to the program. What are you going to do to really work that and take advantage of that time? Well, my default like setting is usually like that academic, studious, like I'll read all the books. Uh-huh. I'll probably go to a Sunday or a Monday meeting to get the scoop on the new plan before it even comes out. Because okay. Saturday is just, it's too long it's for me too to long. wait yeah. <laughs> until I know what's really happening. Um, and I, I, I think the novelty of it will be exciting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It'll be exciting to kind of just like jump back in and be like, okay, now we're counting everything and back to, am I hungry? Is this going to satisfy me? Do I need a bigger portion? Yeah. Not going all crazy at sushi because all fish is zero smart points. Okay. So, yeah, what are you going to do? So you think the novelty of it is really going to be, uh, yeah. the novelty yeah. always inspires me. You know, I am a person who really gets motivated by a little bit of momentum. So, mm-hmm. for instance, the fact that I finally got back to my five pounds lost this week was very motivating to me. And I feel like I can build off of that momentum. I feel like part of the reason why I got so off track in one year was that I had the opposite of momentum. What would you even call that? I don't know. I had something dragging me down. A downward spiral. Every time I went to the studio, I would be gaining weight and it just kept going and kept going. And um, I hope that it will go, um, you know, the opposite way for me. A little bit of momentum. I feel like getting on a new plan will help me to build a little momentum, a little bit of excitement. My tracking buddies are going to be excited with me. My meetings going to be excited with me. I even started getting back to posting on Connect. I haven't been posting on Connect since I uh, um, got a new username. So I actually took advantage of a lot of people in our meeting were talking about, hey, I got my insurance to pay for Weight Watchers for mm-hmm. a year and I checked mine out and it did. So that was great. I got, I got uh, you know, my insurance to pay for Weight Watchers for a year, but they couldn't give me the same username I'd had previously. So I lost my Connect account and I had to start a new one. So I got back. I posted something this morning about a recipe I'm going to make. I um, encouraged everybody in Pasadena 830 to post with our hashtag, hashtag Pasadena 830. So we can kind of get some momentum built there. I used to love going on Connect and for some reason I got out of the habit. Why? I think we just, everything is just temporary. Like you feel like... I yeah. don't know, just the same old thing. And yeah, same old yeah, thing. I mean, but for me, it's like when I go back on and I and I like to look at the people I've followed, the people who always inspired me, as well as the people in our meeting, our friends. I went, you know, I see people sometimes that are like, yeah, I've been quiet for a while and I gained back some weight, but I'm back and I'm ready to do it. And, you know, it's just good to see that 
we're all human. This is a lifelong struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, our weight issues are not going anywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sometimes right? gaining some weight back is part of your journey mm-hmm. and can be a very important part of your journey as you make lifelong changes. So it's interesting after being off for a while, going back and seeing who's still there, who's not there, who hasn't posted in, you know, 24 weeks or whatever. <laughs> and you're like, okay, they quit. Oh, um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I've enjoyed going tough. back on. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's a tough journey either way. I mean, nobody said it would be easy, but at least it's a good one. Yeah. Like, it's something that allows us to still live. Yeah. You know, because we're, like we said, I mean, we're obviously human. You know, things happen. Life, life, unexpected life events, stress, hormones. Yeah. Medications. Emotional letdowns. I mean, things can always. Yeah. That trigger us. Totally. And, well, let's talk about, uh. Yeah, some some ways that we get back on track. I there was somebody in our meeting yesterday who really had a great point about um, trying to get Weight Watchers to fit into their life that they live. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I won't mention any names because obviously what's said in the meeting stays in the meeting. But this person was talking about having dinner with her adult kids and. Um, she wanted to make sure that she could eat out with her kids. And there are a lot of programs out there where you can't do that. I mean, you have, you've got to bring your own food or you've got to be micromanaging where you go eat. Um, I like that on WW, no matter which plan you pick, you can go to pretty much any restaurant Mm -hmm. and pick something that would fit with your goals. And find something, yeah, that would actually work. And even if you do share a dessert with your table, with, with whoever you're dining with, you know, you can still track that and move on too. It's yeah, not a, yeah. It's not a deal breaker. It's not like, oh, shoot, all of a sudden my body's out of whatever chemical place it needs yes. to be. And now I have to, you know, work yeah. three days to get back there. And, totally. But yeah, I mean, but you know what it is? It's like our, our, our I think our, because our whys change through this journey. Like for me, it's like I miss that feeling of being 60 pounds down and feeling smaller and mm-hmm. lighter and being able to cross my legs more easily. Yeah. And, you know, catching a glimpse of like a reflection of myself and being like, oh my gosh, I've really changed. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And, and you just, I miss that. I miss that feeling of like no, no bloating, you know, mm-hmm. in my tummy and my thighs being smaller. And those things are very motivating, I think, to us. Yeah. And so, you know, I know you're um, uh, a really big gym person and you go to the gym every night after work and you have that routine. So just wondering for you, does exercise play any role in getting back on track as far as changes you might make or like how does that factor into getting back on track for you? First of all, I see my like workouts at the end of the day. And I mean, I wish I could be a morning workout person, but it's just getting out of bed is hard. Yeah. But um. I see those as being kind of like a reset for my brain because I have a stressful day job and I go there and it just clears my head. So first of all, the endorphins, that Mm -hmm. chemical reaction of like, you know, yay, everything's better. I'm happier. That's a that's 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 a positive thing that happens. And then I think your body just feels different, too. Yeah. When you're actually exercising, things start to feel firmer and smaller and you know you touch or something like oh my gosh I have a muscle where I didn't have one before mm-hmm. or it's popping out again and yeah that that motivates me because what I crave now is that feeling that good feeling which I get when I eat well right which I get when I stay within my points okay which I get when I don't overeat or indulge at night on extra almonds or snacks or whatever uh-huh. it is 
And I just miss that. I miss waking up in the morning and being like, gosh, for the first time in my life, I feel skinny. Yeah. So do you notice that what you do at the gym changes any when you're at different places in your journey as far as like highly motivated or, you know, waning a little bit or... Oh, totally. Because it's like, I mean, I can go in and do cardio and be on Instagram the whole time and feel like, well, there goes 45 minutes. I did that. Or I can be in a challenging class and, you know, be sweating my butt off and feel sore for the next Mm -hmm. couple days. Yeah. What about you? How does your workout routine affect this? Well, speaking of challenging, I just feel like when I'm on a roll and I'm having forward momentum um, and, uh, you know, I'm really losing and feeling better that I really challenge myself more in my workouts, that I'm less Mm -hmm. apt to skip workouts, that I try to go faster and farther and things like that. So... Um, which leads to more endorphins, which I love. I mean, that's that's a big oh, yeah. motivator the for first me. First drug, <laughs> like, no doubt, so, no yeah. doubt. So I think about you know I do mostly running and walking, and I exercise in the morning. I have a buddy, and we meet up, and um, it's it's an area where you and I are different because I really love that you say that. I made this commitment to myself. I'm going to go. I don't rely on anybody to meet me there. Like, this is it. Oh, yeah. And from quit. Yeah, you can't my quit. My buddy all of a sudden quit. Yeah, yeah. I don't want that. For me, I have the buddy. So if the buddy can't go one day or she's out of town, then I have to motivate myself to go. And I feel like when I'm in that momentum building stage of my journey and I'm feeling good about where I am and I'm feeling like what I'm doing is actually making a difference then I'm more apt to motivate myself to go out and do those things, even without a buddy. And I think that can be really healthy and positive for us as we work on our mindset and like we had at our meeting yesterday, as we work on our stress level, Mm -hmm. just not having to talk to anybody. No, don't get me wrong. I love my buddy. But, you know, just being able to reflect on yourself and your journey during your exercise time. That can be a really good tool to help us build momentum, I think. Yeah, it's just that time of day that you take just for yourself. And it's like a gift to yourself to to get your body moving. Yeah. So are there any certain foods that you kind of go to when you're getting back on track after a while? Like, or don't go to or what? I know a lot of times we talk about in our tracking and, you know, exchanging trackers about sugar Mm -hmm. and about how, you know bad it is for us in so many ways so yeah because for us it causes like this uh insatiable craving yeah always grabbing more and more sugar totally totally um i mean that the thing is like i try to rely more on fruits yeah i try to pair anything that has sugar with protein Uh uh-huh like i can eat my pb2 and you know whatever jam and this and that so that it's kind of balanced and it doesn't spike my blood sugar levels yeah. and then all of a sudden cause me to crave more and more. Yeah. So when you're getting back on track, is that a good tool that you use? Like just saying, you know, I'm not going to have sugar for a while or I'm not going to have, you know, this or that or what? And sometimes I have to tell myself like, you know what, you can skip out on dessert for a few days and just kind of get your body back uh-huh. out of that craving sugar cycle. Yeah. I think that's a great thing to do after a period of being off track or after going on vacation and indulging a lot, Mm -hmm. just kind of, okay, I'm going to cut this out for a short time Mm -hmm. and then see how I feel and, and yeah, go forward from there. I mean, I like in the past, I've always done, uh, 
I've always tried to do, and I've had buddies in our workshop that have done it, where we say no, no, no candy for Halloween for mm-hmm. like the month of October. You yeah. want to make because honestly, for me, it's one of those things. If I if I reach for a mini Twix, next thing you know, it's a mini Snickers, and then a mini Musketeers, and then Hershey's Kisses, and then like it's yes. just endless. Once you start, you can't stop. So, okay, in summary, because we've talked about a little bit of this and a little bit of that during our podcast today. Um, We are both looking forward to some positive momentum that will come with our new plan options in November. Mm -hmm. And um, I think we have a pretty good uh, idea of what can get us back on track and headed in the right direction. I mean, I know a lot of people, you know, there's people that don't like change or they're overwhelmed by the changes that come. But, you know, we always have to rely back on the, the ideal that... WW has, they spend a lot of money on research and development Mm -hmm. and, you know, they try to get us the best program that's going to work for us. That's right. The healthiest program. Yes. That's going to make us the most successful. So we're looking. it's a learning curve. It is. It's a learning curve. And we're looking forward to it, WW. So on our next episode, we'll have another interview. So be looking forward to that. I always love love our interviews. I know. We learn so much. We totally do. Yeah. Different people's journeys. Yeah. Well, join us next time on WW Fit Forever. And find us on Instagram at WW Fit Forever. You're listening to Fit Forever with your host, Aline and Erica. Find us on Instagram at www.fitforever. And be sure to tune in next time where we discuss more insightful health and wellness topics.